welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode number 150. My name is CJ Schrader, and with me, as always, my two melded co-hosts. First off, we have Jess Dunks. This is Jess. How's it going? Great. And Brian Prillman. Uh, actually, I prefer uh, Prilla Unks, uh, the never-ending torment. <sighs> sure. Is that, that's, that would be our <laughs> melded... Prilla Unks. Prilla Unks. Because um, Dunksman would be too hard. Yeah, Dunksman. Dunksman. <laughs> Dunksman sounds like a Bad Simpsons uh, commercial character, right? Yeah. Dunksman says, "Party on!" Man, 150 episodes. I think we do something special. Is it 150 episodes? It is That's 150. It. Yep. Oh wow! This is it. But we won't. Instead, we're going to talk about the rules. For the Eldritch Moon set that is coming out soon. Um, usual disclaimer: we don't actually have the uh, what is it? What do they call it now? Release. release we call notes. it release notes. Okay, that is yes. what it is. That's right. Because it wasn't frequently asked questions because the questions haven't right. been asked yet. Right. So we don't have the release notes yet, but we do have the mechanics article, which will be in the show notes, of course. And I think we're able to piece everything together from that so we feel pretty confident but if there's any corrections we have to make at the last minute we'll make them next episode but having said if we were unsure of something we wouldn't be saying it in the first place so guys there's only three mechanics we're going to talk about all the other mechanics you can find in our shadow silver innistrad rules episode it's where we go deep into double face cards skulk delirium all that kind of stuff so, so this episode is going to be a, a, a shorter one than you're normally used to, unless we really want to go into like my opinions of Finding Dory, uh, which I, I don't know. But, but if we did, but since we're not, this is going to be a shorter episode, and then we're actually going to be recording again next week when when we get yep. that stuff. So, yep. Uh, you, you you'll still get your uh, your 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 Finding Dory fix. I'll just save all that for next episode. Do they find Dory? Um, yes. Spoilers. They Whoa. Do, they do find Dory. Hashtag find the door. No, I tried. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about meld. And I think to properly do meld, what we're going to do is all three just say the same words at the same time. Are you guys ready? Wait, 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 what? Meld. <laughs> we're all saying the same oh, words okay. at the same are time. We reading, are we reading that sentence that you got written? Oh, y- Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, That's otherwise, I otherwise we'd just be saying our own sentences. I think we've been doing this together long enough to be able to just know what each other's going to say. I don't. No. All right. We won't say the sentence. Well, I mean, I'll give it a try, but it's all right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. Meld, Meld means, means to, to transform, transform both, both cards, cards and put, and put them, them back, back on the, on the battlefield, battlefield as, as one new, new giant, giant super creature. <laughs> that was <laughs> awful. Let's never do that again. <laughs> I think All right. Because I'm recording, if it sounded uh, – actually, it sounded awful. I was about to say it sounded okay on my end, but yeah. it didn't. That's a lie. All right. Uh, <laughs> So let's read a couple of meld cards here. Well, we only need to read one of them, but so there's that, two cards. Do we want to read that sentence again one more time without us yeah, stumbling all over top of each other? I got it. Okay. Meld, meld means transform both cards, <laughs> both cards and put, put them, them back, back on the, back on the battlefield, battlefield as one new giant, giant super, super creature. God, guys, 
I don't think it can be done. I think there are delays that are preventing it. <laughs> I think we all hear each other separately. Yeah, well, I'm I'm syncing up to what I'm hearing, which oh yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, get a metronome and like time it out and yeah. Okay. Next time. All right. Midnight Scavengers has a bunch of text, but at the bottom it has a, a little reminder text that says melds with graph rats, and you're like what? And then graph rats has an ability that says at the beginning of combat on your turn. If you both own and control Graph Rats and a creature named Midnight Scavengers, exile them, then meld them into Chittering Host. So what we were trying to say in that sentence there is like, what does meld mean? Meld means, and I put transform in quotes because it doesn't actually mean transform. It means turn them onto their backside and then yeah, bring them back. They can't actually transform because yeah. they don't have a back face. Yeah, it's, th- it's the same physical action as turning the creature face down into a morph creature, transforming a werewolf, but it's 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 different. Yeah. Again. So, so you turn them back, so their back face is face showing, and each back face shows half of a card. And so they come back, and they're now one really big card. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it makes a lot of sense if you see it. And in the um, mechanics article, there's a video where they show this pretty well. So um, basically, when those cards come back melted, they count as one permanent for anything that cares about that. And you basically treat them as one permanent. So they're going to attack as one creature. They block as one creature. Uh, they can have counters on them. They can be enchanted. They can, you know, targeted. all the normal stuff. Yeah. Yep. Targeted as treat- one creature. Yeah, in many ways, just treat them as one bigger creature. Like, physically bigger card. Yeah. BFM! Pretty much, it's BFM. Yeah, so so let's 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 talk about if we... So we're going to treat this as one creature. Mm-hmm. So if I... If you attack with it, you know, just it, and I play I play that, um, that modal spell that has a... a I forget the name of it, but it's, it's one of the new white cards in the set that has, is a modal spell. That One of the modes is Sacrifice an Attacking Creature. You know? mm-hmm. um, so I, you, you cast that on me, I have to sacrifice my Chittering Hosts, so I sacrifice half of it, and then the other it flips back, or what, or all of it goes to the great. What happens there? Yep. You, you so, sacrifice the whole thing. What? I worked so hard to get this thing. Yeah, well, two for one sucks. Isn't it like Voltron <laughs> when you shoot one of the arms off, it can like still turn into the four other lions or something? No, no. Okay. So, uh, so what ha- So what happens? They the both uh, both Graf Rats and uh, Midnight Scavengers goes into the graveyard. Yes. In what order do they go into the graveyard in? <laughs> That'll be up to you. That's a. That's right. It is. That's a separate rule that says whenever you know you have a bunch of cards going to the graveyard at the same time, you get to choose how uh, how they order, what their order is. And it's also worth because we're glossing over it slightly here is that they are going to go back to their front face, and that's true no matter where any of these cards go. If if um, the cards can only be melded on the battlefield, if they go anywhere else, they go back to their front face. So if you if you bounce if you cast a bounce spell to bounce back yep. to the hand, well you're flipping them back over to the front face and putting them back in your hand, or the yep. day or the day side. I know that doesn't. Well, that except for now it's a yeah. I know. Just just one, just one that fight. He did. They I was trolling you, by the way. <laughs> they made the night side the front side. I, it's over. 
No, the backside oh, of the like, stuff. Yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. want that. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. You won that fight. AR, which is well, not done. The Planeswalkers kind of ended that fight when it became... Sure. Now, now just, just how bad have things gotten when the night side is now the day side <laughs> and the night side is... Or, or the, and, the, and the night side is now the Emrakul side. Right. It's, it's, it's just basically, you're screwed in Estrad. Yeah. Oof. So... Like Brian said, a single, you know, one single kill spell will kill the entire melded creature because it's still one permanent. Uh, you're going to end up with both cards in your hand or in the graveyard. So um, as as their face up version, so Midnight Scavengers and Graphrat. So if you had like a reanimate spell, you could only get one card or the other card. You can't reanimate Chittering Host, which is just terrifying. Um, it's a pretty creepy oh, looking. It's, yeah. it's a creepy looking card. These uh, all these mold cards are a little creepy. I love it. I love I love every bit of it. The, the oh, me too. cosmic horror thing. It's it's yeah. so you know Lovecraft. Um, I really I, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I'm liking it. So hopefully that holds true through the pre-release and the as as the set wears on, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the the non-Euclidean horrors and stuff like that, where you're just like, ah, what am I? I don't understand what I'm looking at. So if you exile a meld card, it will be shocker exiled face up. The the two I don't know what's called. It'll leave, it'll leave the battlefield. It'll leave the battlefield face down. So it'll be face down on the battlefield. Then poof, it's an exile. And when it's an exile, both the sides are face up. It it yeah, but I'm using the wrong terms here. The front face will be showing. Not face, <laughs> oh, not face up. Yeah. Not face up. Not face down. The front face will be showing. Um, and so if it's something like a, a Journey to Nowhere, it's the one Brian was hung up on, Momentary Blink, that priest. Uh, uh, um, otherworldly Journey. Otherworldly Journey. Yeah, Journey to Nowhere uh, something else. Something that exiles and brings them back to the battlefield. Uh, the two cards in exile, they are face-up cards. Sorry. Front face showing. <laughs> and when they come back, you'll just have those two individual cards. You won't have the melded creature again. Now, in the example that we're talking about, you eventually will just get the melted creature again, but not when it came back immediately. And so it gets even a little weird when you do something like Long Road Home, which says exile target creature at the beginning of the next instep, return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Um, in that situation, both the creatures are going to come back and both are going to get a plus one, plus one counter. Um, but then once again, they're going to meld shortly after. And part of melding is exiling it. So they're going to lose that counter. All right. So, um, so Chittering Hosts uh, doesn't have a mana symbol on it, so I can abrupt decay it, right? Because it's got no, a... no. Can I can I abrupt decay any of these meld cards? No. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. One mana. Oh, I gotta look at the land one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the land one. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what Brian is getting at here, it's the same thing we talked about with the last rules update. Is that the converted mana cost of a double face card? Is the converted mana cost of the front side of the double face card? So, so the converted mana cost of a meld card is combined converted mana cost of the two. Yep. Yeah, I think I think when we were when we were talking about this, we were like, oh, well, that's a really weird rules. I mean, because they changed the rules. Because it used to be that the transform cards didn't have a a converted mana cost, and then with Shadows over Innistrad, we changed it. There, they changed it, and we were mm-hmm. like, that's really weird. They must have plans for something so I can, here we go 
Yep. Yeah, we didn't mention we don't mention this, but uh, Chittering Host, if you were to like copy it, um, you would just have another Chittering Host. There's nothing weird about it because once again, you're just treating it like any other creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, if so, if you were to make a copy of Chittering Host, you would just have another Chittering Host, uh, and the converted mana cost of that Chittering Host would be zero, zero because it doesn't have a front face. So that's that's pretty much the same as the the transform rules. Mm-hmm. Now, what about since we're talking about copies and and tokens? Well, let's let's say I have a copy of of uh, Midnight Scavengers, and I've got my Graph Rats out. Uh, so I have a, a a copy, a clone of Midnight Scavengers, and I have a real Graph Rats. And so when the the Graph Rat trigger, what what happens there? Take it, Jess. So you control a Midnight Scavengers, and you have a clone copy of Graph Rats, or, right? Or, well, a clone Midnight Scavenger and an actual real copy of Graph Rats. Because okay. the clone got back the copy of, uh, of Graph Rats. Oh, cute. Yeah. And then your original Midnight Scavengers died somehow. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, um... Ugh. So, Graph Rats will... And this is my understanding, because I'm actually not as solid on these as you guys are, but um, Graph Rats triggered ability triggers. You both own and control uh, Graph Rats and a creature named Midnight Scavengers, so you exile them, but since you can't meld them, they I believe they just re-enter the battlefield without melding. Is that not uh, correct? Uh, they stay in exile. They stay exiled? Yes. Yeah. Sweet! Because the action that puts them in the battlefield is the melding. Right? Okay. If you sense. read this trigger, it says exile them, then meld them into okay. Chittering Hosts. So. And it doesn't say anything about a- a- entering, uh, returning them to the battlefield because right. that's what meld does. So they just stay yep. exiled. Right. Yep. Great. So they, okay. Yep. Boom! This, got it wrong. This is because your, your clone does not have another face, right? Once again, we can't turn it over, so we just do nothing with what if, it. Right? What, if, what, if, what if the clone does have... It has to be the same card, right? Like, if I have... If I have uh, some other uh, meld card that happens to be a copy of Midnight Scavengers... So if your hand-weird, your hand-weird garrison becomes a <laughs> yeah. copy of Midnight Scavengers, I gotta think that it's... that they're gonna come up with some sort of clarification of the rules that say you can't do that. Because it makes... It makes... It really doesn't They already say if it's a copy, it can't, it can't happen. Well, sure. They say it's a copy because it doesn't have a back. It doesn't have a a, a back face. But just as specifically creating a scenario where it does have a back face, it just doesn't match. Right. Well, and, and if copies can't be melded, then you can make something a copy of itself in order to prevent the melding. No, but it still gets exiled. Yeah. Well, now Jess is asking if it's a copy of itself. Well, it would still, if it's a copy of itself, the trigger's still going to happen, and they're going to exile it. So you're not you're not preventing the trigger from happening. You follow? Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah. Oh man, this is so weird. Okay. I, I gotta think. I gotta think. Okay. They're gonna add some sort of clarification ruling in there that says like, yes, yeah, somehow if it does have a back face, but it isn't the back face that 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 matches the thing, then no. Right. Uh, just because that's what makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it would have to be matching. It wouldn't have to be like, because you could have two that are copies of a different two and still have it work. Oh so so I have I have the I have the top half of like Brisella or Gisella or whatever it is and the bottom bottom half of Chittering Host and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. 
I think we're touching on future expansions of meld here, where you can meld two different cards. Well, yeah. See, what's going to happen? You can if pick and choose. They're, yeah, they're going to make it like the, those kid books where you have like the head, the body, and the the legs, and you can just like it's a frog, and then you move, you take one section out, and it's now a bear's stomach. You take another yeah. section out, and now it's a a chicken's head or something like <laughs> that. That's uh, uh, that's what they're going to do in. Uh, that's actually assembling a contraption. Oh, finally. Right, yeah. Pop up magic cards. Heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so um so we've we've read this trigger a few times and we've we've made note that you have to both own and control both of these guys, both of these uh these creatures. And the reason why that's significant is because we don't want you to you know, uh, control magic or somehow gain control or threaten uh, your opponent's midnight scavengers and then uh, meld with your graph rats so that you yeah. get the you get the chittering host and they got they got nothing because it just it just kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, I think part of it is to avoid the awkwardness of like we're in a three player game. Yeah. And, and no, I have. I need to go. I, yeah, I know your graph rats, and all of a sudden you have to go. And now I'm like, well, I have half a permanent. Now the rules don't have to handle that because it is not possible to get half a permanent at all. So I think all the rules have kind of that in mind. Yeah, yeah stay tuned for next unset. Right. Yeah. We've had half mana, half life, half permanent. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, the unset could do that because the rules don't prevent you from melting something that that doesn't belong to you. The text of the card does. Yes. Yes. So, so an uncard could very easily just be like, <laughs> gain control of all creatures that would meld, meld them, or something. <laughs> all right. So, what's what's this this next note in there? If you have two graph rats and one midnight scavenger. Yeah. So yeah. Just so, you, so you have two graph rats and one midnight scavenger. So both the graph rats are going to trigger, and what happens then? Do you get two yeah. two triggering hosts? So. As a reminder, the Graph Rats is the one that owns the meld trigger here. Midnight Scavengers just has a reanimation trigger. And so, yeah, so the first Graph Rats trigger is going to resolve, and it's going to exile one of your Graph Rats and your Midnight Scavengers. Uh, they're going to return to the battlefield as Chittering Host. And then the next trigger is going to start to resolve, but it says here at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you both own and control Graph Rats and a creature named Midnight Scavengers, exile them. What do we talk about every rules episode? Intervening ifs. And that is an intervening if. And at this point, you don't both own and control those two creatures. You only have one Graph Rats. Now, right. here's, here's something that I just that it just dawned on me. Um, this is this Graph Rats is a, at the beginning of combat on your turn trigger? Yep. Oh, oh no, no, no. I was, I was about to say, I was about to say, uh, Mel doesn't give them haste. Yeah, Chittering Host already has haste. Yeah, yep. and, I, and then the other transform, or not transform, the other meld conditions uh, aren't necessarily like Handweird Battlements is an activation, and yeah, what is it? The other, okay, so this is the only one that it matter. It's the only one that it matters on is uh, is that is that battlement or is uh, Chittering Host, and they gave it haste to to fix that. Never mind. Yeah. Um, and then kind of just conversely, just to walk through the options, if you have two Midnight Scavengers and you have one Graph Rats, uh, the Rat's going to trigger, it's going to exile one of the Scavengers, not both of them, bring them back, and they'll be melded. 
the point I'm trying to make is that you're not going to exile every Midnight Scavenger. You have just the one. Um, so there are, uh, so there's going to be, there's going to be a new checklist card. So we, we mentioned that there's only, uh, six total creatures that have meld. There's, there's two commons, there's two uncommons, and then there's a, uh, rare mythic pair. Uh, so there will be a new checklist card for them. They'll behave just like other checklist cards. Please remember sleeves, uh, to use sleeves if you choose not to use checklist cards. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, I guess the last the last point is uh, commander? Yes. So I, I assume you put it there, so you I tell did. me. I, I did, yes. It's not really a question. It's like, did I, did I do that? So there's, um, there's a two... Excuse me, I need to cough. Okay, so there's two... Um, uh, white angel horrors that meld together into Brasello, Voice of Nightmares. Uh, they're both legendary creatures, which means they can be generals in EDH. You have uh, Gisela the Broken Blade and Bruna the Fading Light, um, which they have, you know, a, ser- a series of abilities. We won't necessarily go into them, but they meld into uh, a, a larger, terrifying uh, nine, was it nine, ten creature? terrifying to look at uh it's like something out of like a final fantasy 7 um <laughs> it is it's like one of the bosses in final fantasy 7 so anyway. well, it reminds me it actually reminds me did you, either of you guys play the game parasite eve uh briefly, no some it, it reminds me more of that game that game that game was really creepy oh yeah it was uh there's a lot of stuff like mutating and, and like splitting apart it was nasty so anyway, so right. yeah, so when these when these creatures meld together, so one of the things when so when you have a uh, red achroma uh, out and that's the, the uh, that angel has morph, so you can flip her down and so now she's she's face down and you attack with her and if you connect with your two two face down creature, your opponent is still taking commander damage, even though you can't actually see a chroma the red. Um, you're, the game knows because commanderness is a attribute of the card. It's almost a physical property of that piece of cardboard. So that rule also applies to melding. Um, when you meld Gisela and Bruna into Brisella, Voice of Nightmares, um, Half of half of the the physical pieces of cardboard that make her up, it, one of them is your commander. If you if you choose one of these angels to be your commander, so that means when Brusella, Voice of Nightmares, deals combat damage, she is dealing commander damage. Boom. All right, that's a long Boom. way to get there. Hey, I just like saying Brusella, like, Voice of Nightmares. You're like when Commander was formed. Well, it was Elder Dragon Highlander back Dragon there, Dragon. and you could only have Elder Dragon uh, Elder Dragons as your My commanders. My Arcadius Sabbath, and occasionally Chromium. Everybody always forgets that Chromium was there, but really, you know, those are the best color combinations. Bar bar bar. See, they were generals back then. Yeah, we called it well. And and the reason why it's called Highlander is because of the movie Highlander. Get it? There can be only one. But when oh. Wizards started producing the set, they couldn't very well refer to somebody else's IP, so they had to change the name to Commander. 
And legitimately, it took me actually a long time to put that together. Oh, did it? <laughs> the Highlander, and you could only have one. <laughs> I was just like, I don't really get it, but okay. It, it actually did take me a while when I came back to Magic. All right, let's talk about Emerge, which is kind of a gross mechanic, like flavorfully. Yeah. It's gross. Uh, I heard I heard it described in a in an article that like when I first read it I was like oh it's like offering like snake offering and stuff like that and then uh, I read something or listened to a podcast or something where they were talking about it uh, being based off ninjutsu and I was like huh that seems pretty cool huh I, I think uh, I, I, one of the questions I expect to get a lot about this. For some reason, because of the flavor, I think players are going to think you can do this at instant speed. Yeah. Yeah, because ninja is because, and authoring you, you – Hold on. Won't. How would you guys tell us what it is, and then we can sure go on that. So Emerge is a mechanic that, that you'll see on cards. Uh, it has an Emerge – it has Emerge and then a cost. And what that means is that you can cast the spell that has Emerge by paying its Emerge cost – instead of its mana cost and sacrificing a creature. And you're actually paying the emerge cost reduced by the converted mana cost of the sacrificed creature. So, for example, Lashwood Lurker has an emerge cost of five green-blue, but if I were to sacrifice, say... Um, Werebear. Uh, no, yeah, uh, what's the CMC on Werebear? Uh, one in a green. It's just one in a green? Okay. So if I were to sacrifice a Werebear... Uh, then it would cost three green and a blue. Now, the Werebear doesn't reduce the green. It just reduces by the total converted mana cost. So it will, uh, it would just, I would have to pay three green blue to cast Lashwood Lurker for its emerge cost, sacrificing Werebear. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, you have to sacrifice, uh, you have to sacrifice a creature when you emerge. Yes. That is, that is not optional. So you can't just be like, oh, well, Lashwood Worker uh, normally costs eight, but its emerge cost is seven. So I'll just pay the seven because I got all this mana. Yeah, right. Uh, so, so no, uh, you have to sacrifice a creature, and you are getting that discount unless you are playing with an Ornithopter. Yes. But even if you do, the converted mana cost of Lashwood Lurker on the stack is eight mana. It doesn't matter. What you actually paid for it, because that's its that's its mana cost. Right. So this this is an alternate cost, so it follows all the same rules for for alternate costs. And if there is something mm-hmm. that increases mana payments, you know, if you have like all creature spells cost one more, well, it's going to cost one more. Yep. If you have something that lets you cast a card for free, then you can't use the emerge cost if you know for some reason you want to put a creature in your graveyard. Right. And. Uh... Man, this gets really powerful if you do have a way to cast uh, creatures at instant speed. Like, I could see this in a Prophet of Crufix commander deck or something. I think Prophet's banned now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It might uh, be. Probably. It shows how much I keep up with the format. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the fact that you could do this to save you guys from removal, sort of, is is pretty awesome. If if it were at instant speed, which it is not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah Prophet of Crufix is banned. So... Uh, just to touch on converted mana cost, we should mention that converted mana cost of permanence on the battlefield never changes. So if something has X in the cost, it's going to be zero. Um, all those, what, hanger backwalkers right. have, a, have a converted mana cost of zero, so you're not going to combo that. 
it's still a combo. I mean, you get to uh, it's still pretty guys, good. So, <laughs> but you don't get to tokens. get cheaper. And converted mana cost will never reduce the colored mana symbols in the cost. So we're only looking at the converted mana cost. Um, so you know, this guy has a cost of an emerge cost of five green blue. And if you have some random other creature out there that costs five green blue, then and you sacrifice that. For Lash of Lurker, you're going to end up paying a green and a blue still, because that reduced the cost by seven. We can't go below zero for the color, the uh, generic portion of it. So, right, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that escalated quickly. Let's move on up. Also, the next mechanic is Escalate, yes. uh, which did escalate quickly. I like the little pun there. My favorite. Um, <laughs> uh, so Escalate is uh, it's pretty straightforward it's an additional cost that's on modal spells and you can pay the additional cost to add modes to it so for example Blessed Alliance is a card with Escalate it costs one and a white and it says choose uh, or it has Escalate two two generic mana and it says choose one or more and the three modes are target player gains for life Untap up to two target creatures, and target opponent sacrifices an attacking creature. Uh, and you could use, you could pay one in a white to pick one mode. You could pay three in a white to pick two modes, or you could pick pay five in a white to pick all three modes. Um, and so this is a uh, this is an additional cost, and so um, th- this is. You're going to decide whether or not you're paying this at the same time you choose modes for the spell, obviously. Um, so there, there can't be any weird, crazy shenanigans with this and the cost. It's not going to, not going to happen. Um, and then you pay it as you cast a spell, just like any other cost. Yeah, this feels a lot like uh, what was that, what was that mechanic from uh, was it Journey into Nyx where you got to pay more to increase the number of targets of things? Multi kicker? No. No. <laughs> oh. Um... But it does feel like multi-kicker, it, to be 100% honest. But strive. It's a mechanic. Strive. strive. Yeah. So this is, this is like, yeah, but dude, everything is like everything kicker, multi-kicker. multi-kicker, multi-kicker. Channel. Or sweep. No, sweep. Nothing, nothing, nothing sweep. sweep. <laughs> nothing sweep. Yeah, this could just be, yeah, this could be multi-kicker. Just like choose an extra mode for each time this was kicked. Yeah. But, yeah. So no, like just mentioned, yeah. this is an additional cost, so... Even if you get to cast the spell for free through some means, you still have to pay any additional costs. Right. And what's cool about that is that this means that you can do that. So yeah. if you get to cast Drive for free, you can choose to cast cast it with all three modes if you pay an extra four. Right. And, or and did I say Strive? You did, did but that's fine. You cast Blessed Alliance for free. Yeah. And, and additional costs don't necessarily have to be uh, mana either. Uh, there's another card in the set, uh, Collective Brutality, which has three modes and has Escalate discard a card. So you'd pay the, the mana cost for the, the first one, and then if you wanted to choose two other modes, then you would have to dis- then discarding a card would be added to the cost twice. Right. So yeah. All right. That's All right, it. that's that's uh, that's more straightforward, surprisingly, than some rules things have been. Um, like Mel, it, yeah, Mel does not yeah. too bad because the framework's already been laid by double right. face cards. Well, 
Well, it's funny because you're right. It's not too bad. But as soon as it was announced, I saw people just just bemoaning the end of magic. Yeah, but I'm like, if, if Double Face cards didn't kill it, then I don't see why Meld would. It's just more. Yeah. Just... When you look at when you look at Innistrad, what's the thing that oh they're going back to Innistrad? Well, we're getting more werewolves because those are cool. Like everybody yeah. loves them. So we, we we were discussing before the show. We were, we were actually kind of bummed that there's only three uh, meld cards or three pairs of meld cards in the set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that if you had too many of those, it would start to make drafting really weird. Because the thing about saying that oh, there's only three meld cards is that's that's actually six cards, which is which is a lot of space for design. Right, but. Only four of those cards would you actually expect to see. Aren't Yeah. Yeah. Is the land uncommon? The land's uncommon. Yes. Yeah. It's only four of those you'd actually expect to see while you're playing. Yeah, right. it, it does create a weird situation where you can just it, I think it might be kinda hard to pull it off in draft because you know, there's always gonna be that one jerk at the table that's gonna take the other half. Oh right. you got you got graft rats? Oh well uh well, I'm gonna hate draft uh, uh, midnight scavengers. Oh, and now people have to memorize, what, the bottom half of a card <laughs> without the name on it to know what you had? Well, it's, it's what is it? It's black. There's there's black, so you know, I mean, since there's only three cards, there's the Chittering Host, there's the Hanawir Settle uh, Garrison. Oh, or Town right, Riding you, you Town would Street. reveal the front side, not the back side. I don't know right. what I was thinking. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can see the backside as they're passing around, unless you're at the Pro Tour, because you got to have everything in sleeves. Yeah, so that's actually really an, a very interesting dynamic, because at the Pro Tour, these cards might be more draftable, because because their, their like two-card combo-ness doesn't get negated by the fact that you took somebody, you took one and somebody else can hate-draft it. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Huh. So I think that might be, this might be uh, uh, one of the reasons they made this change, just with the, when they made the change, they made it so they made it so quick. I don't think they really took a whole lot of. They just they just got some tweets from from some pros and were like, oh okay, well we'll we'll solve that problem. <laughs> um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, some something like that. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to uh, maybe not so much chitter, uh, chittering hosts, but. Uh, uh, Hanawir, the writhing township, is. I mean, they 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 nailed the flavor out of the park with these things. Like, like, and then and then Brucella, voice of nightmares, is just a terrifying behemoth. Yes, right. I love that card. I love that. I want to do that. I want to make that happen. So bad. I'm upset that one's a mythic, and the playable one's a mythic. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, if you want to give us your thoughts on meld cards or whatever, you can contact us by emailing us at judgecast.gmail.com or like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. ETC. ETC. ETC, ETC, ETC. ETC, ETC. Once again, just annoying that one guy who who didn't like it when I say ETC, ETC. Did we get an email on that? Yeah, we did. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. Really? Yeah, he's like, it's a, it's etc. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know it's etc. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. 
Anything else to add? Are we going to try to do the sign-off all together? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well then. Thanks, you guys, for being on. Thanks, everyone, for uh, another short episode, but next week's will be very long, I'm sure. My name is CJ Schrader. I keep it fair. I'm Just Dunks. I keep it fun. I'm Brian Furlan. I keep it emergent. Here's how the way it normally goes is CJ starts rattling off like how to contact us, and I start to panic because I haven't thought of anything yet. Ah, uh, ah, uh, what have we talked about? What have we talked about? Uh, uh, Eldrazi, Meld, Gisela, voice of, I, I, uh, panic, 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 ah, uh, emerge. <laughs> <laughs>